what have you got? A single malt and a rye whiskey? Yeah, currently. I've got lots of whiskeys. It just makes me think of that bluegrass song. There's a blue, I mean, I'm sure there's a bluegrass song about whiskey. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, like one third of all bluegrass songs? That sounds about right. Uh, Jesus, I can't even think of the dude's name. He hosts uh, Live From Here. Chris Thiel, I think. I don't know what that is. He's a mandolin player. He's been in a bunch of bands. Sure. Uh, got a song called Rare Whiskey? It's fucking jamming. <laughs> Whatever, that's been your whiskey and bluegrass minute. Back to the Bad Gamecast, this is Jake. This is Jason. And this time, we have a double feature coming at you. Yeah, we each have our own game to talk about. Well, kind of, I guess. We each have a game selected for us from the other one. So we each have each other's game to talk about? That's straightforward. Yeah. This time we played, oh, I always get this name wrong, Wrath of Guardians, Dinosaurs. Nope, you got it wrong. Yeah, see? It's Wrath of the Goliaths, Wrath Dinosaurs. of the Goliaths, Dinosaurs, and Lords of the Realm 3. They're pretty much the same game. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. So I had the fortune uh, to play Wrath of the Goliath's Dinosaurs, and Jake got to play Lords of the Realms 3. Uh, if you want to see, those are probably no longer on Twitch by the time this comes out, but they should be on the YouTube channel. So you can check out the videos of us playing these on stream when we did that. If you go check out YouTube.com, I don't actually know how to, like, we don't, ha it's not like YouTube.com slash the bad gamecast. Yeah, we don't currently have our own URL. Yeah, so just like punch it in that search bar. Tippity typity, tippity yep. two. That's how you do it. You know, subscribe, hit the bell, whatever. All that nonsense YouTube shit that I'm not gonna do. Hold on, again. subbing's one thing. I'm not gonna tell anybody to hit that fucking bell. Because right? they're gonna get blown up because of all the <laughs> shit we're posting at the moment. <laughs> yeah, like the bells for people that like have... Uh, Care and try and... A fucking OC they're posting on like a schedule whereas we currently have stuff on a schedule but it's just old podcast episodes which if you're hearing this you've probably already heard. Yeah, yeah. Unless you haven't and then... Hey, thanks for downloading. Yeah, good. Welcome! Welcome! Well, at least it wasn't The Rock this time. So let me go through this real quick. Uh, Wrath of the Goliath Dinosaurs developed and produced by Ascendant Studios released according to Steam September 2018 and uh, Lords of the Realm 3 developed by Imperial Impression Games and Sierra Entertainment, published by Sierra Entertainment, Rebellion Developments, and Vivendi Games, released March 17th, 2004, released on Mac and PC. Right, so I guess I'll just uh, grab the reins here for the game I played, which was Wrath of the Goliath's Dinosaurs, um, is a, I guess it's set in the future, but you never really get that sense. Uh, you boot in, it's got this like screen of text to explain what's going on, right? Basically Jurassic Park. People brought dinosaurs back to life with advanced technology the dinosaurs were uncontrollable they started like destabilizing governments and taking over the world dinosaurs now rule the world but it's not like dinosaurs have a government they just roam the world being giant fuck off dinosaurs hmm. and now you need to hunt them down for reasons i mean because they're dinosaurs you're a futuristic game warden now you're just uh clearing the populace yeah yeah so it's now like uh, keeping track of the deer population is keeping track of the dinosaur population and uh it puts you in there's different hunts and places you can go on. Uh, you get money every time you successfully complete a hunt and you need more money, which you don't lose money ever, but you need money to unlock more things. So like you just start out with like the basic gun. It's like a, uh, 
what do you call like a rapid fire pistol just that yeah it's one of those um (laughs) and then you unlock a shotgun and like an assault rifle and then there's a bunch of dinosaurs to shoot there's three areas there's a a forest the desert and the plateau i guess it's like the barren wastes yeah uh was the called the plateau i think so anyway it you pick your location you pick your gun and then you pick one of the dinosaurs that appears in that location to hunt you can select multiple if you have enough money and then as you kill those dinosaurs you bag them and then when you leave you get money for all the things you bagged hold on you make it sound like you're physically bagging them not like uh there's a beeping sound and then a spaceship comes out of fucking nowhere and then it's crazy laser show when the dinosaur just disappears well yeah by bag them i mean you go up to them you press q which is the interact button this weird like what almost looks like a, a, a mouse like for a computer or like a uh spacecraft from like old school star trek so like it, it's really shittily designed <laughs> just like plummet straight down stops right above you and then yeah it does this like laser dance show as the monster is just uh, dematerialized and that's how you bag monsters dinosaurs whatever dino monsters it checks out uh you've got yeah your guns you get five grenades every time you head out grenades are really really strong but they're also completely unpredictable and kill you a lot yeah it did seem like they bounce mm, wherever they feel like bouncing yeah so the 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 dinosaur's hitbox is noticeably larger than they are and so like the the grenades just bounce off of their hitbox and not them and so sometimes like it'll just bounce right back at you from what doesn't seem like it should but that's because their hitboxes are way larger so like they'll charge you and you'll try to get out of the way and you'll just get hit and die because uh, you <laughs> die in one hit <laughs> is uh, incredibly frustrating when you're trying to do anything and this dinosaur just like charges you from behind that you had no way of knowing was there and you're just dead. I mean, you can just retry, so it's not the worst. It's not like, oh, I lost all my progress because your progress doesn't really ever go away. It's another thing the game has an issue with. A lot of games that I've played recently have had this issue where like dying and reloading doesn't lose your progress, which then makes it kind of weird. Yeah, if if you don't lose anything, then it isn't so much... halting your progress is just making everything take longer yeah and it doesn't need to strip you of everything because like if you didn't have any money and then you couldn't kill anything there's no way you could go back into a hunt well you never lose money it is impossible to lose money in this game but that's like the only resource that you would have to lose yeah otherwise what are they gonna take so it's weird your armor you already die in like one hit you die in one hit your bullets but like you just get those back every hunt all your like bullets and grenades just respawn every hunt it's it's weird were there any ammo pickups because like i was watching you play as you were streaming it there's no ammo pickups. There are occasionally guns throughout the uh, areas that you can pick up and equip because there's an equipment menu. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out how to equip the gun that I found laying out in the area because it doesn't automatically equip. You have to hit escape, go into inventory, de-equip one of your current guns, and then equip the uh, the new gun. Mm, that's uh, intuitive. Yep, you know, regular, normal gameplay procedure. And then you proceed through the loop of kill thing, get some more money, unlock more things, uh, It which is funny because what I just described was hopefully by the time this airs I'll have actually finished the uh, special episode about Monster Hunter and uh, (laughs) I mean it's like basically done it's just I haven't actually like completed completed it like pushed it into an mp3 and figured out how to upload it oh sure because that felt like it would be kind of annoying so I was just like I'll do it later and now it's what but hopefully that's out and like that sounds like almost the exact same gameplay loop we described in Monster Hunter I mean that is the exact same gameplay loop except it's so much worse in every way okay so 
Um, when we were talking about uh, what games we were picking for each other, um, I believe when I sent this one to you, I was like, well, I know you love Monster Hunter. Here is the truest experience of that. Just because, like, looking at it, and I'd never heard of this fucking game before. It was just, dude with a gun goes out and shoots dinosaurs. And I, I kind of figured, like, that that was it. And it was so much less than I thought, like, watching you play. There's legitimately barely any game here. I mean, I played on stream for an hour. You can, again, go check out the whole stream. And that's the whole game. There's not more to this game. It is at most an hour of content if you're talking with other people and, like, going over things more multiple times honestly there's maybe a half hour of content in this game it's poorly done like the dinosaur models don't move properly they kind of like glide because they'll move but their animation won't keep up with it so they've got this weird like movement pattern and then it's all sorts of shittiness beyond that i don't know when they went to attack you when they didn't like move so much to slide at you and then you suddenly died that was pretty funny it's funny like to watch yeah and like you experience it and then it's just you never need to experience it again it's a bad bad game <laughs> i it, it's one of those things where like we, we talk about recommendations but like it isn't a game yet maybe if they were to put more work into it which i don't think they are it would not be surprised me if this is already abandoned like so many games on steam it's just not there like it, you you need more more dinosaurs more guns more stuff to do it's yeah so is that a no to recommendations then that is absolutely no i don't i mean so the one of the things that we did for this is that both games that we picked had to be below ten dollars uh i don't know how much wrath of the goliath's dinosaurs was uh 9.99 i believe okay so that one's right at ten dollars and it is absolutely not worth it uh i was gonna say if it was one dollar if it was 99 cents and you wanted to see something really bad i don't know there are worse ways to like a dollar is like a candy bar or something right yeah probably yeah so i don't know if you think that sounds like stupid and goofy and you uh, play it or force it upon one of your friends a dollar would have been fine ten dollars absolutely not good god no i'd probably pay a dollar for them right like that's it it almost it's funny at times because of how bad it is and it almost is a game because it's copying it's totally copying like the monster hunter play cycle but it's not good enough at any of its execution to be a real good game but it also kind of falls short of being a good bad game and so it, it's just not worth it ah see whereas you played a, a game it's still technically in early access that's not a game i played a full-fledged release yeah you played so anyone who's listened to the podcast i don't know if you've uh gone back if you've listened to all our episodes we played an old game called warlocked Hmm. which Jake was super fan of. And then when we played, what was the uh, Jack Black monstrosity? Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Uh, you'll know that Jake really loves real-time strategy games. Oh my God. I fucking... It's, I, I don't understand them. I don't get it. They don't appeal to me. And I, I will say, I, I said this because I played this on stream. If you want to watch somebody soul die while they play a game, check that shit out. Eventually I fucking rage out of it. I have been playing more RTS games. Like I've been playing uh, Civ 6. Civ's all right. I mean, Civ is like the defining RTS, basically. It, it, these aren't apples to apples. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> but like um, Alex and I play uh, Age of Empires 2. I, I like Age of Empires. Uh, I've got another one 
where it's like Civ, but you're in space. Like, that that one's all right. It's like Galactic's, Galactic Civilizations 3, I think it is. Sure. It's fun. Uh, it takes for fucking ever and a goddamn day. I'm not entirely sure what it is I'm doing at any given time. But hey, that's pretty much my experience with everything. Welcome to being an adult. This one, though. Mm, mm. So, like, when I think of uh, RTS gameplay, this doesn't come to mind. I guess let's roll it back. So, uh, Lords of the Realm 3, uh, third in the series, as you might have guessed. Apparently, the first two are pretty good. Or they're not that good, but people seem to like them. I don't know. I've never played them. I've never heard of the series. Not being a fan of the genre. I think they're, like, really old. Yes. The original ones are from, like, the mid-90s. Yes. Because this one, I think, was, like, seven years after the second one. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the first two are, like, old school RTSs, I'm pretty sure. And then this game, like, from my understanding, does nothing new, like, as far as RTSs advanced during that time. And it did not at all. No, no. And going through the Steam reviews after I was finished playing it, uh, people compare what they pulled. Well, they don't, they're not comparing. They're talking about what they pulled from the pre- previous games into this one and it wasn't anything good that they pulled like they pulled the most weird ass systems from it or like they a whole hog invented new shit like the um way that you manage your peasants into the castles like it it's fucking awful so it, this game uh takes place uh you play through key moments in english history you have the option of picking default male character lord who gives you shit uh default female character lady who gives you shit or you can create your own character i believe i ended up with lord Earlum grape soda or grape spyro soda i think uh thanks chad (laughs) and uh twitch that was mostly kimberly and then the first uh you do the tutorial campaign which kind of barely teaches you the basis of the game uh by which i mean it doesn't really tell you how to play the game at all it just forces you to do things and then you move on to the campaign the first campaign is hey take over ireland conquer ireland like everyone wants to yeah you gotta get those emerald isles i almost made pirate noises for some reason whatever yeah yeah like the irish do (laughs) (laughs) And so you are presented with an overworld map uh, that is geographically Ireland-shaped-ish. Does it include Northern Ireland? No. And yeah, no, it's the uh, entire island. It's the island of Ireland, not the country of Ireland. Yes. Okay. These are distinctly different things. And each individual section is split up into its own different fiefs. And then those fiefs all are controlled by a central castle or the kingdom. And you start at the bottom and the one that you have has like i think four different castles that you need to assign your quote-unquote troops to you have the option of assigning knights to give you soldiers for battle serfs to give you food for your kingdom uh burgers that generate money and priests which will make a church and i don't for the life of me know what the church does at all i think it raises morale it keeps you uh good in the standing of christ well, every time I went to uh, battle somebody, the I kept getting a pop-up that said I was excommunicated. So, like, at that point, like, you can only get kicked out once. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Like, we're not building churches. We need knights. We need food. No, fuck everything else. Money seems fucking useless. I don't understand what this does. Maybe if I progressed further into the game, it would make more sense, but not where I was at. So, the first couple times, and this is the frustration that I had, if you go through the tutorial, it's like, hey, send your troops out. You pick one of your armies. Uh, you tell your army to go there. If, on the game map, it looks about to be a 3 
same space, it will then take them 20 minutes to slowly walk there. Which I think is a lot of people's main issue with this game is how fucking slow it is. It is impressive how slow it is. Honestly, watching you was amazing how just like, yeah, you would assign things to happen and you just sit. It reminded me of Airport Simulator. How just like mind-numbingly slow it was. Yes, except in Airport Simulator, sometimes there would shit, like shit would happen. Whereas here it would be like, I would wait and like I never got lucky enough that a bunch of shit would happen at the same time. So you uh, send your armies out uh, individually. If you have sense, you combine all of your armies together into one bigger army, which is uh, where I was fucking up as I was playing this on stream because everyone else is doing this, but the game never tells you this, that you need to combine your armies if you're going to take out anybody else or, God forbid, you're trying to siege a castle, which makes sense if you think about it and you would assume that in the tutorial, this base level shit, the tutorial will tell you, ha, 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 Let me tell you about my conquest of Ireland. So it took me... Uh, I played it on stream and failed repeatedly, and then I was playing it on my own time for another two hours or so. Just the Conquest of Ireland. Just the Conquest of Ireland. The game crashes on you if you try and change to a different screen, which is a pain, but sure, like, this is, um, 2004. I mean, I don't know how many, uh, dual monitor setups you saw in 2004. The answer's not none, personally, but you know what? It can't handle that. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, anyone who's been on a lot of my streams knows that a lot of the old RPGs I play really do not like alt-tabbing. Yeah. They basically crash when you do it. Yep, and I, I, this is no different. And, you know, like, that's it's not that big a deal. Uh, except that sometimes it just decides that it doesn't want to work anymore, which is another issue people have. That's choice. Um, it took me uh, about an hour and 15 minutes to figure out how to combine my armies. I never could figure out why. If you send an army out and then they win, but their troops are all depleted, why you can't refill their troops? Like, you would think that you take your army, you move them back to their castle, you garrison up to get their troops back. That's not how that works in this game. Don't know why. It could just be that I was doing something wrong the game dev never told me how. So it's like if you've got uh, an army that has three dudes, uh, two soldiers and their commander. Oh, also, in a battle, if uh, the commander of the troops dies, all your soldiers run away? Well, that's, that's accurate. Okay, but that means you have one guy on the field that's worth a shit and everybody else is just standing there. And no way to individually control your troops. You can only do them by uh, squad, which is great. Tactically, in an RTS where I want to move five troops over here and like five over here, but since they're all one squad, they all move as a group, and there's yeah, shit no, you, to do you about You don't get that. to flank people. No, no, why would you? That doesn't make sense. That's not what you do. So, there is one thing I do really like about this game. In the open battles, as you struggle to take territory, uh, the only thing that really matters is you take the enemy castle. Once you successfully take in the castle, you then have to stand there for an amount of time. The game is never entirely clear on this. Uh, and then you can uh, take over the castle, which means you get the surrounding kingdom. If you take one of the smaller fiefs, you just, like, destroy it, but you can't actually place any of your troops there because you don't own the land. Once you take one of the big castles, uh, you have to clear any remaining enemy soldiers off of that tile, let's say. Whatever section of land that it's sitting on. Yeah. And then you get to wait there while it uh, figures out whether or not you can take it now. And now this this happened for me randomly, where sometimes I would take it, there'd be nobody around, it would immediately give it to me. Other times, and this was my favorite, I would just have an army standing there for five minutes before it decided, oh, hey, everyone's gone now. Yeah, no shit, everyone's been gone. Like, I've been sending out other armies to just, like, hold off other people from getting here because otherwise I was afraid the timer was going to reset. And so, uh, I didn't beat this game, uh, because it's nail-bitingly frustrating, and it's difficult in a way that doesn't feel fair. The issue I was having with Ireland is that you need to 
gather all your troops together, and then um, because you only have so many spots that you can assign your troops to, you only ever get X amount of knights, right? So beginning because you have to feed them or whatever. Like, people fucking die, eat the corpses, whatever. That's not what we're talking about. Because you can only have, uh, let's say, four knights, including your one dude in the castle, which means you have a full army. You can only ever assign five units to it. You now have no one on defense if you're going to attack. If yeah. you're no the defense, castle, yeah, only attack where they're stationed at drops, they're gone. But why? Why would their troops disappear? Like they're here in this goddamn army across the fucking country. Like what does it matter if their fucking castle died? We'll come back and take it later. Who gives a shit? Let's fucking keep going. But that's not how that works, right? So uh, oftentimes, uh, because in Ireland specifically, and I did play the next one where you move on to Europe proper. I spent the most time in fucking Ireland. You would uh, start to move out, and then the other kingdoms would decide, hey, fuck this guy, and everyone would just swarming at you. It's the coolest. But it's also RNG dependent because I would start sometimes and everyone would just ignore me. Now you do have diplomacy options. Uh, I don't know how the diplomacy options work. It's not, you can't bribe your way into people's good graces because they flat out don't have that. They'll take your money. And they're like, so peace now guys? And they're like, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Well, can I have my m- money back then? I go, no. So uh, uh, when you defeat another army in battle, uh, let me roll that back. In the battles themselves, if it's an open field or even the castle, you can double click the battle or the castle that you're attacking. And then you zoom in and you can control your troops on the individual battlefield instead of the overworld map. Now, while you're doing this, everything is still happening on the larger map. And there's no loading time swapping back and forth between them, which I thought was really nice. It's kind of a pain. Uh, you know, if you're trying to attack something, keep an eye on this individual battle, and then uh, your shit's getting uh, ransacked somewhere else. You know, you get, get to hop out, try and figure out where that is. Good times. <sighs> but, I don't know. Now I'm just fucking angry about it. I fucking hated this game. So what I'm hearing is, I clearly won this. <laughs> oh no, you fucking did, hands down. <laughs> See, now the difference is, uh, because I thought that uh, Wrath of Who Gives a Shit, or Guardians, or Dinosaurs. Yeah, the I, Guardian like, Dinosaurs. It looked bad, but like, kind of fun. And that it's shitty. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you managed to get uh, an hour on it on Twitch surprised me. Because like, I didn't think going into it there was going to be an hour's worth of shit there. And, like, admittedly, there's not. I mean, which means it's been longer than some of the games we've played this year. Mm. Looking at you, Sector? Look Sector? Whatever is that? Yep, Sector. <laughs> and, you know, like, I try and play different kinds of genres to just, like, branch out. Because you don't know what you like until you try something, generally speaking. And uh, I had said in Warlocked, and I might have said it in Brutal Legend, that there's enough about RTSs I can see what people like. It, it doesn't appeal to me, but goddammit, I try. Like, I've got a fuck ton of roguelikes on my Steam library. I don't particularly like roguelikes, but I try. But this one, oh man, like, it's so slow, and it's frustrating. Why is it so frustrating? Because uh, I think at that point, because what, it's 2004, I think Sierra's already on their way out. Like, they're a shell of the company they once were. Yeah. And they're just throwing shit, like, when did Sierra actually go under? I don't know. I mean, Vivendi's still around, right? I mean, they're this, the publisher, I guess. Like, I'm developed by Impression Games and Sierra. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I've ever heard of Impressions Games. Yeah, I haven't heard of them either, so that shouldn't... Maybe start to... Although I guess I wasn't entirely aware that Sierra was still around in 2004. 2008 is when they finally went completely belly up. Huh. But that should tell you, like, Sierra Online went under in 2002, so they were already really... In 2004, they were significantly downsizing and restructuring in an attempt to not go under. And then in 2008 was when they finally kicked the bucket. Oh, so like an A game on this one. Yeah, they uh, it was, uh, clearly a lot of really good work put into it. 
All right, so to wrap up my ramble bitching on uh, Lords of the Realm 3, um, I didn't like it. I didn't have fun with it. There was probably nothing that an RTS is going to do that it was really going to sink its teeth into me anyway, you know? Uh, this one in particular, it's so slow. That is by far the worst part. Like, it's it's a chore to sit there and watch. Well, you just wait, and it's boring. And then, when it's not boring, it's actively frustrating because you don't know what you're doing wrong, and the game doesn't tell you. Good times. Uh, what did you uh, pay for this one? Uh, I think it was six dollars 5.99 okay i don't think that this is worth uh, 5.99 4.99 money i don't think this one's worth anything no haven't watched it like this is agonizingly slow i as much as i like rts's more than you i'm still not the biggest rts person but i do like them more than you typically i don't want to play this game no there's so many other better rts's there's so many other like not even good rts's that like are just better than this that you could spend the same amount of money on and have a much better time that scratches that itch i assume lords of the realm one and two play those okay ignore this turd what, what are you even doing with your time all right though what do we do now now we, uh, wait, now we answer letters. Letters from listeners. Listeners? Listeners. Wait, listeners. Viewers? Comrades? Duh. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, we, uh, this is where we go through the badgamecast at gmail.com. You can send your questions, comments, concerns, ideas, hate mail. You know, we haven't gotten any hate mail yet. We haven't yet gotten any hate mail. That's what I said. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I guess I'll touch on this one quickly. Don't do that. It's creepy. <laughs> Jake's being all creepy. Someone stop him. Yep. That's a visual gag and an audio medium. <laughs> uh, so this is from someone and it's... <laughs> that fucking reading. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have never read anything in my life. So this is this is new for me. Yeah, all right. Uh, and I'm deciding how much of this I want to read because it, like, uh, no offense, it's very stream of conscious. And so it kind of, so, some of it's a bit weird. Uh, whole thing, do a voice. Uh, I can't do my best French accent. Aww. Bonjour, messieurs. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so it's an old streaming friend. Ha ha ha. It's, I guess I'll just say it's Kimberly from Twitch. She hangs out. It's a good time. Yep. Hi, Kimberly. She says she's loving our WWE and old RPG content, which both of those have come and gone. I think you can check most of those on the... Well, I don't know how much of the WWE ones are muted. Mm. Did you get the audio for those? Some of them. Yeah. So you can watch some <laughs> of that stuff. Although old RPGs still might be happening because Lord knows what I do with my life. Uh but she has got a couple suggestions for us. Uh, Godzilla 2014 for the PS4, which we have looked into and we have talked about this. That game is ridiculously expensive. Seriously. Like, it's one of those things where, like Big Rigs, the game on Amazon, like, to purchase Godzilla 2014 is like $100. Used. Yeah. Because it is three times that if you want it new. It is insane. So if someone has the game... And wants to contact us about getting it to us, maybe I'll listen, but like we can't like I'm not spending a hundred dollars on something I'm going to dislike. No, that's that's too much. It's like uh the ring on uh I think it's Wii. Or no, it's the grudge. It's a Wii game. Yeah. That is uh supposed to be just poop the whole way through. But good luck finding it, and then good luck not paying like five hundred bucks for it. Fuck all that noise. Yeah, right. So I don't know if it's because it's like weird collector thing, but yeah, there's its price is a bit out of our range at the moment. If we find our way into a copy, we'll absolutely do it and we'll keep it in mind. But yeah, right now, that's probably not going to happen. And since we play a lot of games on Steam, 
Steam, she also suggests playing Takedown Red Saber, a shitty SWAT and Rainbow Six successor in quotations. So that's probably going to be happening. Oh yeah, that sounds... I hesitate to say fun, but interesting. <laughs> as much as I play first-person shooters all the time, yeah, it'll be a time. I mean, off-camera, I've been putting a um, decent amount of time into Division 2. I do love me some shooters. I don't particularly, but I'll play them, so in we go! <laughs> so, thanks for the suggestions. I'm sure we'll uh, look into some of those games. Our next one is from Archangel Rylan. I think that's how he says it, right? Archangel. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was real. I don't know. Right in. So give us a phonetic way to pronounce your name. Yeah, I mean, I might catch him on one of his streams, Yeah. Uh, but I probably won't remember to ask him. So he says, you guys bash on Square Enix a lot, but you also talk about enjoying some Final Fantasy games. What Square Enix games have you actually enjoyed and why? And this is uh, such a question because for me... I don't know if I have enjoyed a Square Enix game since they became Square Enix. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, where in their game library the uh, delineation is. In 2000 was when they became, when Squaresoft and Enix, when Enix basically bought Squaresoft and they became Square Enix. I believe Final Fantasy X, I don't remember if it was published under Square Enix but it was developed mostly by Squaresoft. It's basically right around 10, Final Fantasy 10. Okay. Because I know 10-2 was entirely developed by when they were Squeenix because it was the first time they ever did a, sequ- a true sequel. Yeah, yeah. And that was because Enix had bought them and Enix is full of garbage. Yeah, well, it's funny because like, I can't think of growing up any Enix games I'd ever played. No, I never played any just Enix. I could not say a single one. Okay, Square, though, the first video game I ever owned, uh, I was, uh, I talked about it on the podcast, uh, I was, what, like, four or five, I was an age, and I got a Super Nintendo for Christmas, and the first game I ever got was Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, and I fucking love that game. It's garbage. It is baby's first RPG, because it was, um, Japan thinking, uh, Westerners being too stupid to play an RPG, so they have this dumbed-down kitty game. Yeah. Loved it! Because I was the age where they thought we were at to play RPGs. Uh, but like Chrono Trigger, I fucking love... I play Chrono Trigger every summer. N- not always the entire way through because it's only like a 10-hour game. But like I-, I put some time in every year. Chrono Trigger. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. Uh, American VI. Or American three, Japanese VI. Yeah. I fucking love that game. But then I think I like shit that came out after that. And like Seven's all right. I didn't really play Seven so much as I watched somebody play it and it, it was fine. But that was back before they had, uh, where they only told story through cutscene. Well, it's interesting because in the old, like, uh, Seven, Eight, Nine, like, there's no voice acting. Mm-hmm. So there aren't really that many cutscenes because. If it's not all voiced, there's no reason to. Okay, but like 7, 8, and 9, there are cutscenes. Sure, but they tend to be more Mm -hmm. action-oriented. Whereas then the later and later you get, it's like, hey, we're going to stop the action for six minutes while this guy just vomits exposition on you. Please stop. We're going to stop for 13 minutes while uh, Lightning Sister can talk about how much she loves Lightning. Fuck. I honestly don't know if I can tell you a single thing about 13 anymore. Like, it's just scrubbed from my mind. You talk about lightning, and I'm like, yeah, I know, that's a bitch with swords, right? Yep, bitch with swords. I wish I could forget more stuff about 13. I really do. Something Magic Cocoon, Secret Future World. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to forget. Um, which, 
you know, we've got more Square Enix games on the schedule. That's <laughs> right. It's not the end of Dump on Square Enix because they suck. They're the worst. You know, and that sucks because growing up, Square was probably my favorite developer because of how much I loved their, uh, well, now older RPGs. Like, seriously, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI are my favorite games of all time, hands down. I mean, I've talked about how much I really love Nine. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy Nine, love the game. I enjoy Ten as well, but Nine's probably my favorite. And then I played, so like, really, I played Eight a little, really enjoyed Nine, I enjoyed Ten, I didn't really play 10 2 and then like 11 was the whatever uh, mmo yeah that was the their first, first mmo attempt yeah, yeah. Uh, and so then i played 12 and i think it was 12 where it was really the breaking point for me i played 12 and i didn't get very far i just did not like it and i couldn't really put like a pin in it why at the time could not get into it and then i bought 13 and i was like maybe and then i played the first hour of it and returned it i hated 13 <laughs> When, I get that, yeah. When I first played it. And then years in the future, it was like, hey, we're doing this again. It was my, uh, what was your, what's the? Last Remnant. Re last Remnant was Final Fantasy 13 for me. Which is what I wanted to bring up. Like, let's look at games that are outside of the Final Fantasy series. Like, even the fucking spinoffs, right? Which, the only things I can think of are shit that we played for the podcast. Oh, which you mean like be. The Last Remnant and Kingdom Hearts? Oh, fuck, I wasn't even thinking Kingdom Hearts. I was thinking The Last Remnant and The Quiet Man. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Remember, Kingdom Hearts is made by this trash fucking company. Yeah, which has all the same issues that I have with every fucking Square game where they can only tell a story through a cutscene and, like, they're not that fun. And they're way overly complicated in story that makes ends up making no sense and they just deus ex machina through the end and are just like, fuck, it's done! Did you have fun? And you're like, I don't, why? Why was any of this? Yep. Which sucks, and as much as I dislike where they are with their decisions now, that doesn't detract from the enjoyment I still get from their older games, and it certainly doesn't take away from my nostalgia. Yeah, it's, it is an unfortunate thing that, like, as a company, I really enjoyed some of their older stuff. And now I will absolutely tell you, there is nothing that makes me want to play a game less than seeing their name attached to it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ah, this new thing from Square Enix, and I'm like, nope. No, no, kind of convoluted bullshit I don't care about. I don't need that in my life. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for the next uh, Square game we're doing. Yeah, it's not even a Final Fantasy game, and the first person, the first person to suggest to us Final Fantasy 13 3 Lightning is a magic ghost. I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you on the moon. I could have sworn we we were uh, somebody already recommended it. Yeah, but he doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't take suggestions from traders. <laughs> Damn, bring it hard. Yeah, right. So now I guess we do the plugs. Plugs. So, uh this podcast brought to you everywhere, all the places. You can also check us out on God, I don't even know where to start. There's so many things now. Email. Good lord. Email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns. If you want a more immediate response or want to talk to us about whatever, you can Tweet at the bad gamecast. I control that. I'll hopefully tweet right back at you. I sometimes tweet about when there's small announcements for things like if we're going to be not streaming for the night because we stream on Twitch uh, Monday through Thursday, twitch.tv forward slash the bad gamecast. Uh, we're on there from like 6 to 10 Eastern. Six to nine Eastern, it depends. All those videos, you know, you can check them out for the two weeks that Twitch holds them, but you can now check those streams out 
Uh, they, I believe the week streams get uploaded on Fridays over on the YouTube account, which we now have a YouTube for the Bad Game Cast. Every episode is going to go up. It's basically audio only. It's just like a uh, our logo as a still tile mm-hmm. the whole time because we don't actually record any video for this because uh, if you could see this place, you would not watch anymore. Nope. That's a true fact. <laughs> so... You can check out the YouTube. Uh, It's another way that you could listen to the podcast if you were, say, at work and they have certain things blocked. You can potentially listen on YouTube or whatever. You know, hit play, minimize window, and just listen. If you want to... What is the the other... The other places you can find the... uh, All the episodes for the podcast go up on the reddit account r slash the bad gamecast uh there's also the uh, bad gamecast official account which will go around i don't i don't know trying to talk about stuff jake does it i don't really i mean it depends on the day usually it's a lot of lurking yeah i mean that's reddit in general yeah so that 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 patreon patreon go to the patreon forward slash the bad gamecast if you throw us some dollars that'd be great if you don't that's fine too yeah, we use those dollars to buy these games, mostly, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with or without your support, we're going to keep doing it. So if you can't support, don't want to support, that's fine. But yeah, any financial support you want to give us is great, but we really care about the downloads. That's the important part. So thank you. Yeah, until we get a sponsor. Someone throw us secret sponsor money. Ooh, shit, sponsor. God, if only. So that leaves the Discord. Yeah, which... Uh, there's a link usually in the description of the podcasts that should be a permanent link, so you it shouldn't expire. Well, in addition to all that, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. This has got to get that last thing in there, huh? Yep. <laughs> I'd have done it earlier, but like sometimes you say my Twitter, sometimes you don't. It's always a toss-up. Well, you know, stuff, I guess. And things. Well, for the Bad Gamecast, I've been Jake. I'm reluctantly Jason. Good night, everybody! To the tune of Suddenly Seymour. And how does that go? Reluctantly Jason, standing beside you. That was magical. I also have no idea what the fuck a Suddenly Seymour is.